I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody in Aotearoa. And Kim, the Shareholders Association stands by the way the push pay takeover was managed. Kia ora Charlotte. Yes, the Shareholders Association believes push pay's takeover process is an example of a well-run scheme, despite the shareholder revolt over its value, which led to its failure. The $1.5 billion offer from the company's two largest shareholders failed to garner enough votes as investment funds and other shareholders criticised its low value. But despite the firestorm, Shareholders Association Chief Executive Oliver Mander says the scheme of arrangement process and the valuation should be viewed separately. It was a good process that gave shareholders a chance to vote on an offer that had been received before the company. And look, we're always encouraging that, that whenever a credible offer is received, that that is put forward to shareholders to decide. So we think from a process perspective, actually, that the, it was a very well-run effort um, and, and one other companies could look at. In, in terms of unexpected disclosures to market otherwise known as leaks, that has been a feature of scheme of arrangement offers prior, often driven by Australian institutions. That didn't occur in this case, and we think that's of credit to the company's board. Oliver Mander says Pushpay's disclosures kept shareholders clearly informed about the vote. House prices are expected to keep falling before bottoming out mid-year. ASB Bank forecasts prices to decline a total of 25% from peak to trough this year. Prices have now fallen about 15%. Senior economist Kim Mundy says prices will likely level out as the expected recession is felt, which will allow the Reserve Bank to stop its interest rate rises. It will be easier for the Reserve Bank to take their foot off sort of monetary policy handbrake as such. You know, that means that we're likely to hit peak interest rates this year and we're expecting the RBNZ will actually start to reduce the OCR in 2024. So if we do see interest rates come down, we might start to see a little bit more confidence floating back into the housing market. Kim Mundy expects the Reserve Bank will begin cutting interest rates from May next year. Investors are being told to expect market volatility amid uncertainty in major international markets and mounting costs associated with the recent floods and cyclone. Most of the earnings reports for listed companies on the stock exchange in the past three weeks were seen as positive for the first part of the year, but outlooks for the rest of the year were uncertain because of slowing economies and unknown costs of the weather events. Devon Funds head of retail Greg Smith says the weather will hit earnings and raise costs for some, which will add to general inflation in the short term. I suppose we all thought the uh, disinflation story was well underway and the weather events have put a bit of a spanner in the works there. So I think that was a factor in why company managements are a bit more guarded. You know, how much higher um, you know, interest rates go, to what, what sort of landing the economy will see later in the year, and of course, you know, whether that downward trend in inflation that we've seen recently, not just in New Zealand globally, continues. Greg Smith of Devon Funds. Ethical and responsible investor are buzzwords in the fund's management industry, but one visiting UK manager is not a fan of shunning so-called sin stocks. Alex Crook of Janus Henderson is invested in tobacco and fossil fuel stocks, even when investor pressure is increasingly to shun them. He talks about responsible investing and education. 
What we're trying to do is is make companies change, improve, uh, have more diverse boards. Uh, you know, understand their their carbon footprint, what they produce in the world, and how they can reduce that over time, and, and hopefully to to zero in, in in years to come. So it's pushing these companies to do these things, be better. Uh, I suppose governors of of our capital and 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 the economy and and the environment. So, you know, doing that by owning the shares and encouraging that, I think, is better than excluding them. Alex Crook, a portfolio manager with Janus Henderson. Let's head to the markets now. For the latest, we're joined by Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Harry. Will Push Pay return to the market after last week's drama? How did that go? Yeah, so the shares have been in halt since Wednesday and they've opened today and they haven't opened well. So uh, they're currently trading at $1.15. So that's down $0.08, cents, now $0.09. Cents. Um, with the takeover offer being at $1.34. So, yeah, they have not gone well today. Any other major moves on our market? Yes, so Fisher & Paykel Healthcare is up $0.55 to $26.60. EBOS is up $0.96 to $44.46, while the market as a whole is up 51 points to 11920 How's the ASX looking? A similar story on the ASX, that's up 43 points to 7,327. Uh, ANZ up 21 cents to 24 and 6. CSL is down slightly, down 16 cents to 292 and 81, while zero is up 4.3% now 78.80. Uh, and how's the New Zealand dollar started off this week? Uh, so it's off slightly against the US at, at 62.10. Against the Aussie, it's pretty flat at 91.92. Against the pound, it's down slightly at 51.60. And against the euro, also down slightly at 58.46. And that just leaves interest rates, oil and gold. Three-month bank bill is 5.21. Ten-year government bond, uh, 4.68. Uh, Brent crude is now 85.50 and gold is 1,853. Well, kia ora, Harry. That's Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth. Another business news, the corporate appetite for green bonds continues with two issues announced today. Meridian Energy is offering up to $150 million worth with discretion to accept $50 million in oversubscriptions. And Kiwi Property Group plans a bond issue of $100 million with oversubscriptions of another $25 million if needs be. Green bonds offer companies a lower rate of interest if certain environmental benchmarks are met. Mark Awi, the former chief executive of mobile phone company Two Degrees, will be the new chief financial officer of telecommunications distributor Chorus. He headed Two Degrees for the three years before its takeover by Vocus and previously worked at Vodafone as chief financial officer. And health and nutritional products company EBOS will be added to the Australian stock market's ASX 300 index from March the 20th. The announcement follows a record half-year financial result from the company, with revenue up 17% and net profit up 39%. We'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business.